Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Everybody. Welcome back to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. It's Tina, and today I want to take a little bit of a trip back to when COVID first happened. Um, the reason I wanted to kind of go back and think about things when COVID was here is because it was such a vulnerable time for me, and running really was my sanity at the time. Um, I was working as a virtual school counselor, so we were working from home, and I was also virtually helping my daughter with kindergarten, so she was a virtual student, and I was helping her while she was in kindergarten, and I had a three-year-old at the time who was home, and it was one of the hardest things I feel like I ever had to do, managing all three of those, those roles. Um, from home and and everything being virtual so it was such an emotionally draining time I cried a lot a lot I know I wasn't alone I talked to a lot of moms who were feeling the same you know things were scary anyway and we couldn't go anywhere and trying to to do a good job at parenting and teaching and counseling it was just so hard and I felt like I was floundering in all of those areas and not to mention I'm going to be perfectly honest it was a it was very hard not having a break from my kids for that that whole time you know there was no help there was no school there were no play dates there were no um, there wasn't much that we could do just to get a little bit of a mental and emotional break and you really need that as a parent or even just you know an employee you just need to be able to step away from things sometimes and I feel like that was so hard for me. And so during that time, I had to develop some coping strategies to help me get through the days because like I said, I was I was having a really hard time and being very hard on myself. I'm sure I'm not alone in that aspect, aspect either, just feeling like I wasn't doing my best job. Um, and so I started waking up as early as I could and tried to have some alone time before the rest of my house woke up. My husband was working from home, obviously, and before everyone got started with their day, I really just needed alone time, and that seemed like the ideal time, or the only time I was going to be able to get it was to wake up early in the morning. So um, it took a couple of days to get me into the routine, but once I saw that I was able to wake up, and the house would still be sleeping and I could breathe. I literally felt like I could breathe. And what's crazy is I would wake up sometimes just to be able to do laundry or the dishes, to be able to listen to a podcast while cleaning 
or I don't know, doing anything, anything that I wanted to do. It was my time and I could do it however I wanted. And so it was so liberating that eventually, you know, I would say about a weekend, I decided that I was ready to get back into running. And I have run pretty much for the past 15 years off and on, but certainly there were times when I wasn't on a particular training plan and I was kind of running here or there and some weeks when I wouldn't go and I just decided that I needed it and it was time like I needed running because I knew how much it helped me I knew what kind of escape it provided I knew how it brought me clarity and allowed me to have some independence and I really needed that and so I started getting up and running and it was the most amazing thing. It was the best decision I could have made to get me through that situation. I've used running as a coping strategy for a lot of situations in my life, um, for handling a lot of different emotions, for going experiencing different things. I've used running as a coping mechanism and I'm so grateful for it. And part of, you know, my intro that I happened to record today, earlier today, it talks about how Running is not meant to be stressful. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be something that causes you stress. It's supposed to be something that provides you clarity and peace and joy. And that's exactly what it did for me. As always, running does not fail me. It is always there. My running former running partner and I, Kelly, used to always talk about running has always got our back running is so devoted to us and it's always there waiting for us no matter how crappy we are to it we would always say no matter how much we disrespected or didn't honor the idea that we were able to run it was always there waiting for us when we needed it and so i have turned to running ever since i developed you know the passion for it and understood that it doesn't have to be a suffer fest but that it can also just be peaceful and it can be happy. And so I turned to running and it changed everything for me. So what I was doing was I would go on these runs and I had so much to process, so much. And I would have you know a podcast in or music and I would just think, 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 and think, think through everything I could think of. I would think through all of my problems. I would think of the future. Um, and it was just, it really, there were so many things swirling around in my mind that I would come home and before I would go back in the house, because I wanted, I knew what time my husband had to start his day. I knew what time his first meeting was. And so I, I needed that time to be mine. And so I set up a computer out in our garage so that I wouldn't have to go back into the house and start the day until I was ready. And so even if I came home and the kids were awake and they were getting ready to start you know their day they were getting up and playing i wasn't mentally and emotionally ready to step in as mom and school counselor and teacher and so i would go into the garage and i had my computer there and i had a book in there and i started journaling for the remaining time after i returned from my run so i would get up early i would have coffee i would go for my run and I would come home and journal. My, I remember it was like in February, March, and my hands were so cold from going out on the run and I would come home and be trying to type. And so I had all of these typos, but I just randomly 
blurted out whatever thoughts were in my mind and it, it felt so good. And so I happened to pull this up today. I pulled up the document. I used the same Google Doc the whole time I was journaling through COVID and um, it was so cool to read through today, the things that I was thinking of, but several things stood out to me while I was reading this and I really wanted to share it on the podcast because you know, the end of my intro today, I mentioned to go chase your sunshine. And it is, that's such a representation for me of how running kind of saved my sanity and helped me get through some of my toughest times. And so um, I'm going to read a little section of what I was writing one day in February. Um, my random thoughts, it really is rambling. So you have to bear with me while I read it. I was just typing everything that came to my mind. Um, about how it was helping me to survive and what I needed. I just felt like I needed it. And so here's one, one of the sections that I wrote about. I have, I literally have about 50 pages of journaling here on my computer that I was sifting through. And this is just um, from February 21st of 2021. Okay, so it says, I woke up at 6.20 again today. I strained up some toys, I threw some things away, and I headed out the door. It's 30 degrees out this morning, but the sun is so bright. I ended up running and walking four miles, but this was mostly dictated, as was my route, by chasing the sunlight. The sun was still rising when I left, and I just felt the need to get closer to it. I had to get closer to the sun, and I had to get closer to the ocean to see it. So I ran up on top of the bridge, and the bridge that I'm referring to, it's, it's near the inlet, so right by the ocean. And I let the sun hit my face on the bridge, but I wanted more. I wanted to move while the sun was on me. So I headed out to the boardwalk with no speed on my mind at all, mostly when I ran. It was because I wanted to get there slightly quicker, but it was so peaceful and it was so calm. I closed my eyes and I let the sun hit my face. I took a video of the ocean and the sunrise, but I know it didn't do it justice. I'm really not even sure what I took the video for. Very few people would actually see the video. And in fact, if I sent the video out or if I posted it, it wouldn't actually make anyone feel better because I sent it to them. Posting it or sending it would probably give people similar reactions. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but their thoughts would probably be, wow, I wish I would have got up to exercise, or I wish I lived close enough to the beach to be able to see the sunrise, etc., etc." Sometimes I say things like this all the time, and sometimes my kids do. I give them a hard time about thinking things like this and talk about being less jealous, jealous and less selfish. I don't know, I probably need to give my kids a break. Maybe they get it from me. So I took the pictures and I remember the moment but I'll keep the pictures because I have no other motivation to send them to other people. I don't want them to, to sit around and think, wow, Tina, you're so lucky. I know I'm lucky. I know I am. But why did I take the picture? I guess I wanted to remember it, but it will never do it justice. All I know is that I needed to chase that sunshine and I needed to feel it on my face. And I genuinely, you guys, I needed it. And when I started my run that day, I have to run through some trails to get there and I did run through the trails and so they're very shaded and I live about um, 
maybe about a mile from the oceanfront. And so I just, I, I just kept running. I didn't know how far I was going to go. I didn't know how fast I was going. I just kept going because I saw the sun was rising and I needed to see it. I needed to feel it and I needed to be closer to it. And so I would often refer to it after that as I have to go chase my sunshine. I need to chase it because it was something that I needed mentally and emotionally to help me get through the days that were so hard. And so I found another segment. This is from March 6th of 2021. It was a Saturday. It says, it's 6.30 and I haven't gone out to run yet. I'm dressed, but I can't stop thinking about things that I want to do. I keep worrying about teachers. You know, I work with teachers, you guys. And I want to help them be able to survive. When I walked outside today, I saw the sun rising over the trees. So I know running is going to happen. I need sunlight. I need it because it helps my body. It helps my mind and it helps me get ready for the day. I know that I haven't run in a while and my body is going to be slow and it's probably going to hurt. I'll walk if I need to. I need to remind myself not to stress about running and not to stress about getting home for when the kids wake up. They're just fine and I need this. My weekends aren't as doable if I don't do this. Not because of my family or kids, although there is so much servitude tied to them, but it's because my thoughts will be consumed all day about how I didn't let the sunrise touch my face in the quiet and in the peace. I go on to talk about how I was, it was very hard to be a school counselor at that time. Um, and my counseling partner was on maternity leave and I had a thousand students and I felt like I wasn't doing enough. Um, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't being enough. Um, I talk about how you know, when I went back to school, I took my daughter with me. She attends the school where I work. And so because she goes with me, it changed my whole workout routine. I used to run after school before I picked the kids up from daycare. And now that I had her with me and she was in kindergarten at the time and then first grade, it just wasn't feasible to be able to run with her after school. And so it was really hard to make it happen. I just had to go through this adjustment. Our lives change constantly. And if we wait for the perfect time or the perfect situation to make things happen, they never will. And it took me, I think until this moment for COVID to, to kind of like shake me and wake me up and say like, Tina, you gotta make it happen. It's not gonna be easy and it's not gonna be perfect, but you can see how important it is to you and how much it helps you mentally and emotionally. And so I wrote down here, um, I take Jocelyn to school with me now. So after school workout seems so impossible. Plus, Grayson waits anxiously for us to pick him up after school, so I haven't tried to make it work. I know I can make this work. Exercise is my saving grace on the weekends, and I need to make it work during the week. It'll help me. I know morning is best. It's so dark and a little scary out there to run that early. And lifting, lifting weights is great, and doing workout videos is good, but nothing cleanses me like being outside for a walk or for a run. I could literally cry thinking about the escape it provides me. Sometimes, especially if it's been a while, I do cry. Running is when I talk to God. Running is when I think of all of the things, when I have so many ideas, when I have so many things to sift through. It's whenever I really am alone with myself and my thoughts and probably the only time of the day. I need that sunshine. And so I wanted to share this with you guys because I will talk about, and in my groups I talk a lot about how running is so much more than just an exercise. And if you see it that way, and if you don't try to torture yourself running certain paces and pushing yourself to distances you're not ready for, it can give you so much. One of my runners actually just sent me a message 
this past week. It was a runner who had done zero running before starting any of the programs and decided that um, they were going to give it a try and didn't believe they could actually do the 5K, but ended up going through the prep program and the 5K program and now onto the 10K program. And we're probably about like one third of the way through. And this runner, you know, sent this video about how for the first time they feel like they're actually falling in love with running and that they're looking forward to it and they feel like they need it. And they're finally realizing how much running is giving them. And they're just so grateful for for it. And even that in itself makes me emotional because I think about how I need it. I need it. Oh my gosh, I need to run. I needed it in every stage of my life for different reasons, but I needed it to keep me sane, I suppose. And I I just feel like I wonder how many people are out there who either haven't given it a fair shake or have done it with the wrong motivations in mind or maybe have gone out too hard, too fast, and thought that for some reason, because of who they are, that they aren't able to experience that quote-unquote runner's high or to have that kind of connection with running where it feels like a gift and it feels like a break from your day. And that just makes me so sad because it is such a gift, you guys. It is such a gift. And I actually just shared, I think on Instagram, I just shared a post from one of the uh, running pages that I follow that said something about some people never hold out long enough past their first win, wind in order to experience their second wind. They stop too soon. And that's what I feel like happens with, um, you know, people who are new to running and they start training and they think, I can't do this, it's so hard. Because sure, it's hard. I mean, anything that you just start is hard. Anything that you're beginning to do is hard. And I think that if you don't do it the right way, like it doesn't have to be torture, it should be comfortably hard. But if you don't give it a fair shake, if you don't do it in a manageable way, and if you don't keep going and showing up long enough for it to happen, you're never going to get to experience that and it's really wonderful. And the crazy part is people will say, and I actually just talked to a mom not that long ago, her husband does ultra races, which is anything over 26.2 miles, and she was laughing and saying, I've just never, I've never been able to experience the runner's high. And so I really don't like running. I've tried and I've just never gotten it. And I can only believe that that's because either maybe she was trying to do too much too fast and keep up with her husband, um, because that's very common, understandably, or maybe didn't show up long enough for enough running sessions for it to finally happen because it will happen. It will happen. And I've seen it happen now um, when I'm recording this. I've seen it happen probably, gosh, let's see, I'm on my third round of runners. Let's just say I've seen it happen over 20 times with brand new runners, over 20 times. And that's just within the past, I don't know what, three or four months that I've seen it happen. And um, this last one was, you know, just more confirmation, the, the message that I got that, I stuck with it long enough and here I am and I'm loving it. Not just this is tolerable or it doesn't suck as much, but yeah, like I do have runs where I have to push myself and that one was hard, but I think that I am really starting to love this and love setting goals and meeting those goals. And it's just, I'm just so grateful. And if I can, if I can help, you know, one more person 
to stick to it and to try it out and to do it long enough to let it work and not think early on, like, I can't do this, it's not for me, I quit, it's too hard. If I can just convince one person, one more person through this podcast or through my Instagram, even if it's not with me, it doesn't have to be with me, but just to have enough confidence because I feel like that's what's lacking in people who haven't tried and stuck to it long enough, to have enough confidence to say, I know that I can get there. I just have to keep showing up. That's it. There's no secret. I just have to keep showing up. I just have to keep showing up. And I do believe if you were to start some sort of program, and even if it was um, a more advanced program, and it's really hard, even I don't recommend that, but let's just say you 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 know you get onto a beginner program and you start and and you give it your all even if it's really hard, but I believe if you keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing up, even though it's going to take you a little bit more commitment to get to be disciplined enough to stick to a workout that's, you know, above really where you should be. But even if you do and you stick to it long enough, it will come. It will come. It will come. And one day you'll say, there it is. I knew it was coming. And for some of us, it happens quicker than others, but it, it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. I can't express that enough. It will happen. If you even go to like some of these beginner runner running forums, um, or hopefully by the time I am releasing this podcast on the page, um, run your happy life, the Facebook page, there will be people with some testaments in there about how it happened for them and how it changed them. And they didn't believe it at first. Nobody ever does. I'm in contact with a runner right now who is, you know, going back and forth and debating on going to the next level. You know, I don't think I'll have time or I don't think I'll be able to do it. And then um, it's just a confidence thing. It's just a confidence thing. But I know if I can get anyone to be confident enough to try, confident enough to keep showing up, confident enough to know that we are not as fragile as we think we are and that we can push way harder than we ever thought we could, if I can get people to be confident enough to do that, they will find their sunshine. You will find your sunshine. You will. And then one day you'll find yourself out there, not worried about your watch, not worried about your distance, but needing to be out there and closing your eyes and just letting the sun shine on your face because you ran and you found your sunshine and you're standing there and you feel it and you are just so taken over by emotion and you feel so grateful for the opportunity to get out there in the fresh air and move your body and feel the way that you feel because it feels so good. And the more you stick to it, the more you'll have that feeling and it will keep coming back. And you close your eyes and go get your sunshine. You guys have to try it. The sun is out there waiting for you. Every day it rises. Go find your sunshine. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, 
Go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.